Well, it's kind of the tale of uh, a couple different parts of the province this morning. We're seeing uh, some sunshine in the south part of the province, but central part of the province actually getting some snow and will be off and on for a good chunk of the day. But if you look at the weather, man, we had beautiful conditions. Now it's cooled off a little bit, but as we get closer to the weekend again, above seasonable temps, maybe the groundhog was right. Maybe we are in for an early spring this year, and it's uh, we're going to ease our way out of winter. Wishful thinking, I know. Again, I appreciate everyone who weighed in on the teacher conversation. We started at 8.30 this morning. We went for an hour and a half straight. And at, at some point, you got to call it. you, you got to say, okay, look, we gotta we got to move on to something else. So we, we pushed it aside for now, but it's not going away. And, uh, of course, we know rotating strikes. The lunch hour supervision is being called off on Friday, province-wide. So this will be a continued conversation. And all of those texts and all of those calls that we didn't get to, you'll have your chance, as you always do. Well, you know, I think back to the years that John Gormley hosted this show, and it was without fail every month I would be placing a phone call into John Gormley, and I'd be checking in with him about whatever was going on in the city in my role as chief of police in Regina. He would do the same thing with Troy Cooper in Saskatoon. And uh, in the last year, there's been a real change when it comes to leadership in the two big cities in the province at the police services. Yesterday, I talked with interim chief Dave Hay from the Saskatoon Police Service. They right now have their competition going on for a new chief. Saskatoon is behind the times when it comes to where Regina is because Regina's got a new chief in place. In fact, Chief Farouk Sheikh was named as the 15th chief of the Regina Police Service uh, back in December was when he started, right at the beginning of December. And today is the day that we are face-to-face in this studio. Chief Shake. thank you so much for coming in. Well, thank you, Evan, for having me. It's a pleasure and a privilege to be here. Yeah, I very much appreciate it. I might have to push that mic a little bit closer to you there just so that we can hear. So you and I have had the opportunity to uh, to meet. In fact, I sat in your office uh, and we had a chat a few weeks back. And then I bumped into you Friday at the Regina Police Service Round Dance. So that was your first round dance. How was that for you? It was good. Uh, you know, I still need to practice my dancing skills, but it was good. Uh, I enjoyed it. And I think uh, for the police service, I think it's amazing that they do that year in, year out. And the amount of resources we had there, both sworn and civilian, I was really impressed as a chief. Right. Seeing the effort that my staff bring and seeing the community come together. And the first time in my career, somebody's got me up and onto the dance floor. So they've done really well. <laughs> Don't let it get out, I guess. No, that's, I think that's outstanding. So, Chief, I want to talk a little bit about your policing experience. The listeners right now are picking up on something, uh, and that is uh, your accent, which I know you think you probably don't have. Yeah. Uh, but talk us, talk us through your, your policing career, where it started and what brought you here. Yeah, well, my, my policing career started in a place called Birmingham in the West Midlands in England. Um, so my accent, uh, what Sarah Mills would say, is a Brummie accent. <laughs> and uh, so I started police in 1992, um, and I worked majority of my career in England. Um, worked in various roles from uh, community police officer, because a lot of it in England they do a lot of community policing, neighbourhood policing, uh, response work, so that's 24-7 work. Came a traffic officer, and I worked in various units, robbery units, auto crime, B&E uh, teams, and various teams a- across, uh, including professional standards, diversity lead. And I've done a number of stuff, uh, you know, detective as well, so working in the detective office. Um, so I've done a number of stuff there. Um, then I've done a few years in Canada, and I came and policed in Canada, policed in Calgary. I uh, went through the academy in Calgary, and I policed in Vancouver Island. 
And then I went back to England and I finished my career working back in the West Midlands Police, doing various roles, uh, again, broadening my horizon and my learning. Went back to school, went to university and done a master's in criminology because I felt there was a gap in my policing knowledge mm -hmm. without the academic theory to, to be able to link it in and, and doing the master's in criminology. I was able to put some theory in to understand why people were offending, how they were offending and bring that into practice and, and it was effective. Then I went to uh, I went to Scotland Yard and worked for London Metropolitan Police, and I I, I got promoted two different ranks there, and I done various roles there, uh, worked in some really challenging neighbourhoods, uh, but actually really really good. And then then just over two and a half years ago, I came back um, to Alberta as a chief of, of Alberta sheriffs, mm -hmm. and that was brand new to me because I never worked as a sheriff before. But what I was able to to use work with some phenomenal staff there. And uh, what I was, what I quickly realised that the staff that I had there, a lot of the stuff they did was police-like, and 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 a lot of the stuff that we could take away work for the police. So we done a lot of good stuff. Uh, we gave them all the full criminal co-powers, and they were doing a lot of stuff to complement the, the police, RCMP, rural crime, um, and then uh, then I came here. So uh, when the advert came for Regina Police, um, I'd never even been to Regina. You know, I, I knew it was a Queen City because yep. the name gave it away. Yeah. And uh, so I was intrigued. I looked, I read up about Regina. I done, I watched every YouTube. You were in most of them. <laughs> well, I apologize <laughs> no, for that. That's no. a lot of listening. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I watched YouTube. I, I, I done my research, spoke to many people, spoke to many of my chief colleagues who some of them had came from Saskatchewan. You know, the Deputy Commissioner of RCMP was originally from here. Right, Curtis you know, Yeah, the Chief of EPS worked here. Dale, as, Dale yeah, McPhee. Yeah, yeah. So, so I got to speak to some good people. And, and I saw the reputation, and I, and I got to see that um, Regina was probably everything I was looking for, you know, as, as an organization that's not too big, right? but still big enough, and, and it covers the whole city. So I liked what I saw, um, and then that's what appealed to me to apply. So I had a good job as a Chief of Alberta Sheriff's. And we were moving and changing a lot of stuff there. So, yeah, I applied and I, and I joined on the 1st of December, like you said. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I'm enjoying it. I'm learning lots. I'm working with some phenomenal stuff. And each day I'm learning more and more and more. That's great. Chief Farouk Sheikh is my guest here today, uh, the new chief of the Regina Police Service. Tell me, I'm curious, your, your, all of your UK experience and your Canadian policing experience, is, are the problems very similar between the two countries? Yeah, well, well, UK and Canada, you know, they're not too different. The law's very similar. Right. Um, so when I was a cop back in 2006, I went through the academy. So, yeah, there's a slight little variation with the law, but policing's policing. You know, uh, a b and is a B&E. &E. A crime's a crime. A homicide's a homicide. Drug offence are drug offences. So similar, similar matters that we have here, we have across the world. And you have in Alberta, you have in British Columbia, and I police there, and you have in, in England. So... A lot of it's similar, but, but the, 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 the old-fashioned principles of policing is all the same. Mm -hmm. You know, protecting and serving, you know, arresting bad guys, but also looking at ways to, to deter and prevent it. So it's all, it's all similar. There's not much difference in the policing. I, I have to say, you're the first Farouk I've ever met. Yeah. Uh, not a common name. Yeah. Tell me, tell me the, your background. Well, uh, Farouk Hassan Sheikh is a Muslim name. Uh, my, my dad was from Africa. My mom was from a part of the Punjab. Uh, they 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 marry they emigrate to England in early sixties, and uh, yeah. So Farouk is, is is a Muslim name. So uh, I'm in a mixed relationship. So you know I married uh, uh, someone who's Catholic. So I you know I've embraced different religions. So but but my name originates. So it's, it's a Muslim name. Mm -hmm. 
Well, this is uh, it's fascinating to have you in here. It's great to get to know you. I want to dig into just talking a little bit about some of the social challenges, which not only do we have here, but social challenges are common everywhere. And and I know that you would have dealt with them uh, overseas as well. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back more with the new chief of the Regina Police Service, Chief Farouk Sheikh, right here on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Welcome back. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Evan Bray, and it is uh, our first chat with the new chief of the Regina Police Service, Chief Farouk Sheikh. We, again, appreciate you being here, and uh, thanks for, we basically grilled you on your career, right? <laughs> we said, okay, and, and you have had an extensive career, worked in the UK in a couple of places. By the way, I think I mentioned this to you, my family originally is from the Wolverhampton area. Yes. That's yes. your that's your old policing that's area, right, yeah, yeah, the yeah. West Midlands, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, I don't know. You maybe pulled over one of my long-lost relatives over there. Maybe. <laughs> Gave them a seatbelt ticket or something like that. Um, so, I'm I'm glad to have you here today, and we're, we're talking about policing and policing in Regina. It's still fairly new. In fact, it's kind of ironic that you and I, I mean, I, I came from that job that you're now in. I started this job right at the end of November. You started your job right at the beginning of December. So, we're we're kind of... We're the same amount of new in yeah, our jobs. Yeah, yeah. I am curious to know, um, you said you hadn't even been to Regina before. Uh, now you've moved to the city. You've been here a couple of months. It sounds like you've been to a few different events. What is your your impression of the community as a whole? Uh, what do you think? And what are some of the challenges that you've been able to just just see as an observer since you've gotten here? Well, I think, I think the community is great. And I think as well, my research before that people from Regina – Nice people. Mm-hmm. They want to help people, and they go out the way. There'd to help be people from Saskatoon that would argue with you. No, well, <laughs> well, there's this healthy rivalry yeah, between well, Regina and Saskatoon. You know what? What I see is that people go out the way to help people, and I found that with myself. I found that at some of the events I've been to. Uh, so I think people generally want to help, and and they're trying their best. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so what I see from the the communities is great. Uh, no net negative interactions, both on or off duty, when I've met people. Uh, I've met some great people who've gone out of the way to help me and help other people. So I think the community is great, and I think the community, you know, they, they want the best, and obviously they want they want the police there to be able to protect and serve. And uh, what I've seen internally is some stuff that we do here is some of the best I've ever seen, mm-hmm. you know, ever in all my policing. And I've policed in four different police organisations, you know, the two largest in England, uh, Calgary and and obviously Vancouver Island, but. When, when we have certain crimes here, and ben, by the way, any crime's a crime too many, especially when it comes to homicide. For sure. You know, one homicide is one too many, but but, but right, what I was really, really impressed was that when we do have a homicide, how all the resources come together, all the detectives come in, and they, they, they work tirelessly, nonstop, to, to get some positive outcome for the families. Mm-hmm. And when I saw the, the amount that they're solving, it, it's, it's incredible. And so, But that's through down to work ethics, the commitment, their relationship with partners and others, because, you, you know, you can't just act on just policing alone. So uh, I've seen a lot of other stuff internally, you know, where the health and wellness program internally is outstanding, and they're doing everything they can to ensure that the cops are fully fit, fully able, and fully ready to go out in there and police the streets. Mm-hmm. We're chatting with the new Regina Police Service Chief of Police, Farouk Sheikh. Uh, crime stats, something that uh, we always like to check in when we're talking with both of the big police services. We're a month and a half into 2024. How are things looking, Chief, in terms of, of crime trends? Are we trending hot in some areas, or yeah. where are things at? Well, I think uh, when we look at total crimes against a person, so there's they, some violent crimes, 
Uh, last year, compared to the year before, we did see an increase of 19.5%. Uh, and, and those crimes, they, they cover a multiple of crimes from homicides, attempt murders, sexual offences, uh, robberies, uh, stalking, etc. Right. So it's quite a lot of offences. So we saw a 19.5% increase. And I've seen that I talked about homicides. Uh, last year, we had 10 homicides. Um, and again, 10, 10 homicides, too many. Well, we had 10 homicides and, and, and uh, we were able to solve, or my team were able to solve all those 10 homicides now. Uh, and we had, um, we had an increase in robberies. So when a breakdown is done, we had an increase in robberies of 31%. Um, and with robbery victims, and you know yourself and suspects, most of them you don't know. Right. And they're unknown. But again, where I was pleasantly uh, surprised was that our solvability rate was 41%. And I'd like to see it higher. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see fewer, less victims. But what I was seeing was that there was, when we do get a, a crime, that we're, we're out there doing everything we can to try and prevent it. Um, residential burgers, which is something that I'm really passionate about, because when somebody's broken into somebody's house, that can impact them for the rest of their lives. So we've seen a decrease in residential burgers, which is really good, of 18.1% year-to-date comparison to the year before. Um, and again, I go back to the victim part of it. If you've been subject of being, having your house broken into, often you don't want to go back into the house. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we've seen an 18% decrease is positive. And also crime, and also crime has an adverse effect on a lot of people, and we've seen a, a 21.3% decrease in auto crime compared to the year before. So there's some positive stuff. For sure. And, uh, but what I want to try and do, uh, like one of my priorities is I want to t- uh, look at what we do to prevent crime. So I want to look at the taxes to reduce crime. So I haven't worked out a plan yet because I need to understand exactly where the crimes are, right. the patterns of offending, you know, because like the, the the homicides, there's no pattern because, right. you know, it's it's not, we don't know uh, what some of the robberies, there's no there's no real pattern. It's happened sporadic around, around the whole city at different times, different days. So what I want to do is I want to look at to see, can we identify patterns? Can we identify themes? And what are we do for a crime prevention point of view? And we can't do it alone with the police. The police are going to have to work with our local authorities to look at ways to, to probably design out crime. So I want to look at my priorities to reduce crime. Right. So we're chatting with the Regina Police Service Chief Farouk Sheikh. Uh, on that topic, I think as soon as you start looking at proactive work that can be done, you're going to be thinking about social challenges because yeah. often that's where the roots yeah. of crime yeah. start. What are your thoughts on the police role in social challenges? And is it similar UK, Calgary, yeah. Vancouver Island, and what we're seeing here in Regina? Well, when it comes to social challenges, and, and you'll know all across Canada, everybody's experiencing the same problems. And nobody's got a, a, a way of tackling it properly because you can't tackle it on your own and police can't tackle it on their own. It needs a collaborative approach with our key partners. And it's really, really difficult. So, so what I'm looking to do is I'm looking to see what, what things Edmonton are doing, what things Calgary are doing, what things uh, Vancouver are doing, what other people are doing police services to see if we can adopt best practices. Because everybody's got the same problems and the same experiences. And, and often, and you'll know, you know, we can go out as a police and we can uh, arrest somebody and try and put them uh, before the cause. Often that's not the solution. Right. You know, it's, uh, I would like to look at, you know, if, if, if drugs is a main issue, I'd like to understand where's the drugs coming from? Where does that stem come? And then can we look at ways that we can tackle the, 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 the suppliers of, of the drugs? Right. And, and, and because, because the the, the, got, the people who take it uh, and and, we, and we're, we're arresting them, it's 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 just it's in and out, in and out, in and out. But I think what can we do to target the main main offenders? And again, um, 
the social issues, like I said, across Canada, everybody's experiencing the same problems and nobody's come up with a, a solution to it yet. But right. I'm, going to, I'm going to be looking, speaking to them to see if there's ways that we can do and, and, and adopt best practices. Being as this is the first time we've had the opportunity to chat and being as this interview is about getting to know you and being as it's Valentine's Day, do you have a Valentine in your life, Chief? I do. Well, you know, for me, I don't just have one. I have to have my wife and two daughters, <laughs> you know, and so every Valentine's Day I, I buy them a gift. Unfortunately, I, I lost out this year, so, I, uh, so I've... Uh, Hopefully they'll go for a nice meal, you know. And uh, they're and they're the, not here, right? They're, they're they're in England, so I I missed out. Normally every year flowers are delivered to to, to a more for me from the, for me as a dad and for me as a husband. So yeah, but I do have a Valentine, and I'll try and make it up to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chief, this has been great. I hope that we could do this on a regular basis. Thanks for making time for us, and uh, congrats on the new job. And and we look forward to watching you make a great difference in the city of Regina and surrounding communities. And Evan, thanks for being my Valentine today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I've ever had someone say that to me, including my wife, by the way. So thank you very much for being here. Thank you. That is Regina Police Service Chief of Police, Farouk Sheikh, and uh, the first visit that we've had, an opportunity we've had to chat with him. Well, listen, being as it is Valentine's Day, we wanted to try and get some things on the show today that lean into that a little bit and uh, give us a chance to you know, talk about love and all of those things. So I've got a guest coming up next who is a professor and chair of the sociology department at McMaster University. Her name is Tina Fetner. She has written a book called Sex in Canada, the who, why, when, and how of getting down up north. She she actually did the survey, the first of its kind, basically finding out about sexuality and Canadians. You might be shocked. Or maybe you'll relate to the conversation that we will have with Tina coming up in a second. And everybody that is married has an engagement story. We're going to open up the phone lines for you closer to lunchtime and give you a chance to tell your love and engagement story. And, of course, 11 o'clock every Wednesday is Saskatchewan's smartest radio listener. Lots ahead yet, and we appreciate you being here for it right here on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.